Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. For one, it's free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Growth with Portia, a weekly conversation for your personal and professional growth. Here is your host, Portia Booker. Hey, listeners, welcome to Grew with Portia. I'm your host, Portia Booker. And yes, this is my real name. So question for you. Did you bring your curious mind today? If so, I don't want to keep you waiting. Let's dive in. So as most of you know, of course, November is my favorite month because it's my birthday, but April is always my second. Why? Because it is National Poetry Month. So I found myself reading Langston Hughes' poem, A Dream Deferred, this morning. And my favorite line is the very first one in that poem that says, what happens to a dream deferred? So question for my listeners today, what dreams do you have that you keep delaying? And what steps will you take today to stop those dreams from making the cemetery richer. Let that sink in. So today I am joined by an accountability coach who helps women live their dreams full time. She's on a mission to show women how to obtain total peace, live in purpose, and reach their fullest potentials. So welcome to Group with Portia, CEO of Embryon Consulting, Miss Marlia Hall. How are you doing today, Marlia? I am doing really well, Portia. How are you? Living the dream. Every day is great that ends in Y. So <laughs> I think that's the best part. So Marlia, for starters, I always love to paint a picture for our listeners of who we have in the house with us today. So Marlia, who, who doesn't know you? Who is Marlia Hall? I am a former broken girl who has now been blessed <laughs> beyond measure. I'm a girl who just 10 years ago in 2012 had the most shattering life experience where I found out the person who I was preparing to marry was in a situationship with somebody else on the side. And I had literally just had our baby. And I remember feeling like I was going to lose my mind and my whole world came crumbling down. I found myself jobless with this newborn baby living in my mom and dad's house, um, 46 cents to my name and literally hit rock bottom. But I found myself also in the middle of one night saying either I'm going to lose it. They going to lose it. We all going to just fall apart or God, you're going to have to step in. And you're going to have to do something so amazing. Show me that you're real. Let me know. And immediately he silenced my crying baby. My baby was crying for days on end. I hadn't slept. I hadn't taken showers for days. I had hit the lowest point in my life. Like I was unrecognizable. But when my baby 
became so silent and I heard God whisper to me, I've always been there. I'll always be there. We're going to do great things together. And from that moment forward, I started to believe that I could, my life could be salvaged, that I could do a great thing, that I wouldn't just be another statistic, that my children wouldn't just be statistics. And um, in this, <laughs> I was this self-love, self-discovery journey that I started on, literally my life transformed. I went from being this broke and um, lost 24-year-old to being a 30-year-old woman with multiple businesses, a published business book, a thriving marriage, working for myself full time. Like in a matter of six years, I completely changed my mind, my lifestyle, my body, my income, my purpose. I was speaking on federal stages, traveling in movies, done so much in a short amount of time because um, God decided to give me another chance. So I, I'm here as just a woman that believe that all things are possible. And it's just my hope to just share that message with all people and um, connect them to living all their dreams, regardless of where they are in this moment. You can change everything. Oh, Marlia, you know, it's funny. I got to interject here. For those of <laughs> you who, who don't know, I actually jumped onto Marlia's live a couple weeks ago titled uh -huh. Leaving Your Job to pursue your purpose. And I said, wait a minute, let me hop on here for a minute. And I feel like I got the same gems today like I did jumping on her live. And so Marlia, I gotta ask you this question. I love what you mentioned about being a former broken girl to now being this whole person, right? So I know that you made that pivot like so many people have where they take that leap of faith into the entrepreneurship space full time. What beliefs did you have about yourself, which kept you from taking that leap of faith sooner? Did you believe you had to be a workaholic? Did you believe that you had to, you know, work more hours to make more money? What limiting beliefs did you have about yourself that kept you imprisoned in the life that you had before? One thing was I didn't feel like I had the educational background or the certificates that prove that I could make money running something or I can make money doing what I love. Like I didn't believe that my gifts and my talents could actually make room for me, that I had to go spend four to six years, learn as much as I can before I could even share with people the things that I want to share with them. A few other limited beliefs that I had, I didn't think that I could run something. I had always been ran. Like I had my first job at the age of 12. You know, I was a camp counselor at 12. I worked at GameStop at 15. <laughs> I worked at Burlington at 17, you know, and then in college, I had so many jobs. So I had always went somewhere, they told me what to do, and then they gave me a paycheck after I, after I worked, you know, a certain amount of hours. And for me, I just did, couldn't see how I could do something that the world would want to pay for, or that I knew something that the world was willing to pay me for, unless I had these letters, these degrees, and this specific, you know, business background, you know? So those were some limited beliefs that I have. Oh, and then this other one that I believe a lot of people, um, find themselves in this position of not feeling worthy. Like I, I messed up. I messed up greatly. Like Portia, I tell people all day, if you see anything good on me, it's the grace of God because I've done terrible things. I've hurt people. I've lied. I've ran away. You know what I'm saying? I was drinking at the age of 15, drinking and driving. Like I've, my whole life is completely transformed. And I know that at times I just don't feel like 
I was worthy. Like why Marlia? You know, I should be the one busting my butt all day, every day. I should be the one breaking my back and being stressed out. Like I deserve that, you know, but like, no, no, you are worthy of some freedom. You are worthy of experiencing joy in the work that you do or making money, doing what you love, walking your part. Like there's just all these things that you really are. It would be such a blessing to the world if you were really walking in your oil and your anointing, you know, versus coming out as this stressed out person, this tired person, this person who doesn't even feel fulfilled. Like, so I struggle with a lot in my mind. Ooh, Marlia, I love one, the transparency, because me and you, we have a similar kind of like background. I used to work at GameStop too. A lot of people may not know that. That was my first like job. Yes, I did work at GameStop and it was fun. Um, But you know, I used to feel the same way that I was not a great person, that I couldn't, I had to be someone else in order to really thrive in the world and kind of like you not having those credentials, the PhD, the MD, or, you know, all of those other things, those titles proved to be quote unquote validation. But in truth, you know, in the world today, we're the own, we're our own experts. We're the experts of our lives. There you go. And so Marlia, what would you say it took for you to be able to separate your value and worth from the worldly statistical titles, such as MD, CEO, CFO? What did it take for you to separate those two and really hone in on your value and worth? So I will say it was two things. One, me personally, after developing that relationship with God, I began to identify myself and see myself through God's lenses. And like, I, I just began to really see myself as a person that was forgiven or a person that um, was allowed to have a second chance, a person that was allowed to thrive. Like, I believe that God wanted to meet me to be in good health and to prosper, you know, and I wasn't in good health. I was actually very stressed out at my job and I wasn't really prospering because I was still really living paycheck paycheck or very worried about finances and all these things. So as I started to just learn more about what God said about his children, those who believed, um, and then started seeing myself from that lens, that was a a major way for me to be separated. Like, I don't care what y'all had to say. Like, God said this, God said that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can do these things, you know, I'm approved. Like y'all nobody for real. Like, I love y'all, but y'all nobody for real. Like your opinion doesn't matter. So, and then Another thing that helped me, um, I'm not not sure if you're one of those people who easily accept what people say, but people could give me a lot of compliments and it doesn't really penetrate my heart, you know, or my mind. So I started to actually listen to what people said that were saying good things about me, like my husband. He was one of the major supporters of me leaving my job. He's like, I just see all this greatness in you. I, I know you can do this thing full time. Like there is a word in you. There are these different ideas. Like I can see you doing this. And so the more he said it and the more I would like share with other people certain things, I just started to kind of like see and believe like I can do these things. I would listen to people on YouTube and read all these books. I just really allowed myself to just see and believe that these things were true about me. And if these things were true about me, it still didn't matter what people had to say. Like, I am great. I do have a good story. My ideas are good. You know what I'm saying? And even if you don't even have any of those good things, the way business works is 
if you even just set a couple of things in place correctly, you could still make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. There's so many people who are really successful who dropped out of high school, who never even made it to high school. You know, they just learn these very basic principles that would allow anybody to see. So it's just like, forget y'all, forget y'all. <laughs> Right. And, you know, they say that all the time. What Steve Jobs was one of them who didn't seek higher education. And I've learned that a lot. I mean, little digression. When I lived out of state, I met a guy and this still cracks me up to this day. This man was head over the finance department of a huge, you know, company. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even have a high school diploma. Now you tell me. It still cracks me up to this day that this I man love- doesn't even have the basic, quote unquote, basic system of education. <laughs> and he's making easily six, seven figures. Because none of that stuff proves your worth and value and your ability to deliver on mm-hmm. what you say you can deliver. And even before, and like, please believe, I actually do. I want to be Dr. Hall one day. I would love to get a PhD just to show people that it's possible, that you can go all the way from where I was at 24 in 2012 to wherever I, like all things are possible. I just want to continue to show people that. But like when I say, when I hear stories like that, it's just like, Y'all, we all can, we all can. You just have to know whatever you're good at. Before there was these institutions and these different things that we had to do, people literally were just getting paid to, you have cow, you can make dresses, you can bake these pies, you know what I'm saying? Nobody was like, can I see that you spent four years studying this? You showed the proof, you went out to the market and say, hey, this is what I do. Here's some testimonies, you know, try this, here's a sample, you know, and people started to pay you. But now the world makes us feel like if we don't get all these things, but then we could also say, what about the people who got all these things who still don't have peace, who still don't have joy, who still haven't, prosper financially you know there are a lot of people who did all the years of school who worked all the jobs and still aren't in a good place so it just doesn't guarantee anything so why not just try on your own dream oh bet on yourself 100 percent. that's what i i just literally did i mean for those of you who don't know i left my second corporate job again about a month ago and i stepped out on faith but this time it was different i stepped mm-hmm. out a hundred percent. I said, I'm going to give Portia a shot. And Marlia, I'm telling you the floodgates come on started opening. I mean, it was even hard for me to believe like, wow, this is what freedom feels like. This is what real, we talk about being, you know, enslaved, but I feel like a lot of times we become enslaved by things that go on in corporate that, you know, that bi-weekly paycheck, monthly, however often it is, we become enslaved by that instead of using our brain to see the full potential. Like, I remember when I was 18 years old, Marlia, when I got my first, like, quote-unquote, big girl job after GameStop, when I started (laughs) working for my first big girl job, I said, wait a minute, you mean to tell me that you're working 40 hours a week and you're still broke? Wait a minute, this don't add up to me. And then you only get 48 hours to yourself? Hold on. Some, the math don't add up here. I And so I knew then, and you figure I just turned 30 in November. So this was what? You're such a baby. You're so <laughs> oh my this was like 12 years ago. 
when I, you know, figured that out, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we got to find a better system than this. This don't add up. But I, and can I say, I'm so proud of you for even identifying it then because I still had the blinders on at 18. Mm. I still had the blinders on at 25. I still had the blinders on. Well, 27 was when I bought my first real estate property. So that's when it started to come off. Like, wait, there's another way. You know, I could be even at my full-time job while having something else going on. But it took me to about 27 to figure that out. So kudos to you. Yeah, it took me a little, like I knew it. But then again, kind of like you, we were stuck in that, oh, I have to have X, Y, Z amount of credentials. <laughs> I have to, you know, have that validation in order to be worthy. But just like you, I couldn't see the light that other people were seeing in me. You know, it was like it was reflecting off of me because and that that's for a whole nother episode about trauma, you know, growing up in a single parent household and that that's for a whole nother day. But I just couldn't see it until just one day. It only takes one day, on, one on. the right person to yes. feed you the right lyrics, the right love language. There we go. Because we all have our own unique love language, both with the higher power, both with yeah. our, you know, significant other, our spouse and that. And until you hear that right combination, then that's when it'll stick. That's when it is, you'll start believing it 100% because you just needed that one person sometimes to speak it into existence for you. Yeah, I completely agree. And Marley, I got to ask this. You brought up about having a supportive partner. How does that also help you and can sometimes be a little chaotic? How does that help <laughs> you to be the best version of yourself and also help them to be the best version of themselves so you can show up and help other people? Oh my goodness. Now, this is a great question, Portia, because I'll be honest, I believe that a lot of people aren't reaching not even their fullest potential, but aren't even tapping into a portion of their potential because of the people that they're connected to. You know, and um, I believe that all of our connections, whether it's with a significant other, children's parents, the world in general, like they all contribute to the person that we are. So if you are actually intimately connected, you're dating someone, you're um, in a relationship with someone, you're married to someone, and that person isn't 100 or at least 50% rooting you on, that could bring about a lot of turmoil in your life. And it can also cause like so much friction. Like I've seen it in relationships and I'll be honest, even in my prior relationship with my ex that I talked about um, in 2012, you know, and that whole thing, I was like, I want to write and I want to speak. And I want, it's like, no, 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 just support me. I got this thing going on. You know, I want to rap all over the world. I got all these cool, like, just support me. If you just be my cheerleader, I'll take care of you. You stay at home with the kids, you know, it'll be good. But for someone to be in a relationship with someone who sees you, who sees your potential and supports that, like, oh my goodness, it's like the biggest blessing to your life. Like you literally go home every day to motivation. You wake up every day to motivation. A matter of fact, when you even want to take days off, they're working for you. Like, come on, I got this and I want to refer you to this. And I have this idea. How's this thing going? Like, it's just, it's just all this support, accountability and love. Like it's so hard to do it on your own, but it's even harder to do it with someone who's not supporting you. So like we both, and it's funny because he was just on me yesterday. And I love it because he's he's been in the business for 
a long time entrepreneurship. So my husband and I are six years apart. I'm 34. I just turned 34 last week and he's 40. He turned 40 in January. So um, we're six years apart and in his 20s. So he's in his early 20s getting into entrepreneurship. I'm just this little girl in high school not thinking about none of that type of stuff, right? So for a long time, he's kind of had this entrepreneur brain forming. So what I love so much about him though is he won't let me be lazy. If he sees me spending too much time on social media, not the productive social media where you're you know, engaging with people, you're liking other people's stuff, you're talking to people, you're posting, creating content, like none of that. Like literally, what are folks doing? Okay, y'all traveling, what y'all traveling, what y'all buying? You know, the wasteful stuff. So he's so good and I'm thankful to have him because I finished so many projects because he catches me when I go into that lazy space. You know, like, wait, babe, I thought we were working on book number two. Wait, babe, I thought we were working on hitting this deadline. Hey, babe, you know what I'm saying? Like he'll allow me to do my thing, but he won't allow me to do my thing so long that it's deterring me for my goals, you know? So I just, I appreciate him so much, but the same thing for him. He's had a lot of goals that even though he's so great, there's some there's some places in his life where he's not as strong within the commitment. You know, he does not, for whatever reason, believe in writing things down. He's doing it this year, but for the longest time, he's just like, you know, and he has a master's degree, all these things. He's a brilliant man, a dissertation away from completing his PhD. Like he's brilliant, but he's always relied on what he keeps in his head. And I'm just like, your life would be so much more peaceful if we just wrote these things down and we got a little bit more organized. So like I've helped him to be so much more efficient. He's helped me to believe in myself and get the practical systems in place. And it just, allows us to just keep this forward momentum for our family. And then better than anything, because we do have our separate things, we could come together on things, which is like even better. So it's not just about my consulting company, his marketing agency. We both believe in the power of stories and books. So let's do this publishing company together. You know, let's also start learning about growing food. And maybe there's some type of farmland we can invest in and really turn that into something because we believe in health and feeding the hungry and all these things for the homeless. Like we got a lot of stuff we want to do. So like, ah, well, you could just find someone who is hearing from God, who is focused on purpose and serving people who knows the power of gifts and talents and hard work and faith. Like it's just so awesome to have that person in your close circle, you know? Well, and then it makes your purpose brighter it makes it bigger because the vision is i mean even though we have two eyes and the word vision has two eyes itself but visions has an s for a reason because mm-hmm. it's too conjoined you know so it makes it even more impactful to enrich not only just your life to have that supportive partner husband and all that but also for them too so it's twofold come on Oh, and, boy. you know, one day, if anybody wants to wipe up this patchy squirrel over here, 2.0, <laughs> that's for another day. I'm not in a rush, but that's, you know, that's something that I aspire one day to oh, meet someone who's also purpose driven. You know, yeah. it's about community. It's about connection. It's about building up future leaders, you know, in this world where there's too much what I call fluff. You know, where's the authenticity showing up authentically? And I noticed that too, when I started showing up authentically, the gates kept opening even more, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. more so. And and so Marlia, for our listeners who are tuning in, if they're interested in connecting with you, being coached by you, is there a social media handle or website you can leave with us today? Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. So on Instagram, Instagram is super fun for me. I love Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, but Instagram, I am Marlia, which is M-A-R-L-I-A 
underscore Hall. So it's easier to read that way. Marlia underscore Hall. You can find me on Facebook as well. If you just type in Marlia Hall, I'm on YouTube. Um, yeah, those great spaces. If you want to check out my site, it's with my first name, Marlia, the name of my company, Brian, B-R-Y-O-N-N-E.com, MarliaBrian.com. You can see a few of my resources. And then I also have a beautiful academy, the Loving Me Freely Academy, where students get to really have access to self-love and accountability resources all year long. On the site each month, I'm adding new topics. Like right now, we're doing acceleration and action in April. I believe if women want to get to the place of accelerating this year, they're going to have to take a lot of action. So for four weeks straight, and it actually starts today, um, we're just going to be talking about the action that we need to take so that we can achieve our goals. But these things are on our site. You can be a self-guided student and you just go in at any time and you look over the resources for your finances or for your acceleration or for your personal physical health. There's just all these resources like a self-love gym all online. And you can do that at lovingmefreely.com forward slash academy. But connect with me, y'all. Send me a direct message. Message me. I talk back. I would love to hear from you guys. I love that self-love gym. I love that because, I mean, it makes me think of, you know, an actual physical gym that you go to because obviously yeah. you love your health enough where you're like, hey, I got to go to this yoga class or I need to go to CrossFit. I love CrossFit, by the way. CrossFit. I used to do it in college. Yes. That's awesome. And I've never tried it, but I like, I watched the CrossFit and like, the, what is it? The hit or the height online. Yeah. I'm like, these people are phenomenal. Like Ninja Warriors. <laughs> That's my goal. That's one of my goals is to compete in Ninja Warrior. Yes, it is. It is one of my big girl dreams. Hands down. Since my mom wouldn't let me go to the army, I got to do other things. <laughs> I love it. And it's going to happen for you. And I see your man and your children and the audience cheering you on. And it's going to be amazing yes i am excited beyond belief like oh, that is one of my big girl dreams to like compete in that hands down you know oh. when i when i went on my whole like weight loss holistic journey a few years ago when i was really like hitting the gym heavy I went to the park around the corner from my house and they have monkey bars for kids, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and I was one of the chubby kids in school. I could never do the monkey bars. <laughs> Would you believe I made it all the way to the other side and people were literally driving their cars, looking at this grown person accomplishing the monkey bars. Are like, you that was, yeah, that was like the confirmation for me. Yes, Portia, you can. Yes, uh you can. You so. can. Interesting. There's a place right here in Cleveland, Ohio, and I don't know the name of it, but they train children and adults to be ninja warriors. I think this place literally was created within the past two years because I've never heard of it before. But I'm just like, oh, I think we should do this as a family. This is really cool. Yeah, I think it's downtown. It's I think it's called like Nuevo Gym or something. Cause I oh, looked in, man. I looked into it. It's by Cleveland State. I did see wow. it because I was like, oh, I might. Ooh, I'm a go after we get off this call, uh, Marley, I'm gonna definitely go look it up myself. You should. I love it. I can't wait to support this journey. Yes. I'm excited. Speaking of care, Marley, look, let's be honest. You wear so many hats. You're a wife, you're a mother, author, coach, speaker, all the above, right? So how do you prioritize self-care without feeling guilty? 
So um, this might sound like the coachiest answer ever, but it's honestly what my coach taught me to do in 2017. How I prioritize self-care is I literally put it on my schedule and I put it on my schedule first thing in the morning. I wake up before my husband, before our children. I pray, I meditate, I read the Bible, I stretch, I work out, I drink coffee, I drink tea. Like I give myself all of this time in the morning. Now for all of you ladies who are like, I can't wake up early. I get that. There are a few hacks that you can do to actually shift um, the energy that you have in the morning. Like you can be so alive at five o'clock in the morning. There's just a few things you got to implement to get to that space. But even if it's not that before I started waking up early, when I even worked a full-time job on my breaks, um, like my 30 minute break or an hour break or a 15 minute break, I would put my headphones in and I would listen to positive affirmations or I would journal on my breaks or I would read books or even um, in the evenings before my children went to bed, I would always give myself just some time for whatever loving me looks like. And I'm very sure of what that is. Like I know meditation makes me feel good. I know praying and spending time with God makes me feel good. I know journaling and listening to books and listening to positive affirmations. Those things just make me feel good. So those are things that I'm always, if it doesn't happen early in the morning, because for some reason it was a fluke in my life and it didn't happen before I go to bed, I make myself a priority. Like I just put it on my calendar because I'm important. And for me to serve my man, my kids, my community, my family, my friends, like everybody who's called to get anything from me, like for me to do that and do it well and with excellence, I got to take care of myself, you know? So it's like, it's a benefit for everybody if I take this 30 minutes or I take this hour or this two hours sometimes to love on my mind, body, and spirit. And I noticed, Marlia, that for us as women, it tends to be a challenge because we're conditioned to be the nurturers of everybody, you know, besides ourselves. And I'm the same way like you. I'm up. See, I'm up a little probably earlier than you. I'm up at four. You so, better. Oh, four is beautiful. I haven't done four since maybe the beginning of 2021. Yeah, I get up at four still, even though I'm, you know, out of that corporate yeah. rigmarole. I still get up at four because I have a fur kid that has to go out for pee o'clock. So I can't have him leaving little gifts in the house if you catch my drift, you know, and then (laughs) I can't have that. So he goes out first, then from four all the way until about eight, that's mama's time. So I'm up, I do my journaling like you, my gratitude journal comes first. You know, that gratitude journal is so crucial because it sets the tone for my day. Next thing I do, I have a five minute grounding meditation that I do because I have what I call squirrel attention span. So in (laughs) order for me to really get my focus back sharp like a scalpel, I got to do that five minute grounding exercise to give myself enough time to get all the maybe nighttime anxiety out of my system or whatever else that might have transpired in the night that my subconscious mind picked up and it's still you know going through so I give myself that time then of course I reflect in my journal of things that you know might have transpired the day before the week before you know that I really want to like dive deeper into because I feel like journaling is the best form of self-care you can give yourself because we we just think so much we have we have to literally dump our brain like it, I, I call it um like bodily constipation literally because wow. when you don't like dump all those like 
thoughts and things, you feel it physically eventually. It doesn't have a place to go. So, but I, I digress, but I definitely <laughs> am just like you when it comes to meditation, giving myself that self-care time. And see, I have self-care every day. I have right. to. And yeah. sometimes it's for two hours because if it. I'm, you know, really invested heavily in editing shows or hosting shows, consultations, whatever, I have to give myself time because you're taking on different people's, you know, baggage and that. And for me, my self-care, to be quite honest, I love, love, love taking long drives. Sometimes I'm out in Geneva. Sometimes I'm out like, you know. Go to Geneva? Yeah, I go to Geneva all the time. So, you know, I'm always, I love long drives because it helps me to like, just think. It's almost equivalent to writing, to be truthful. It's that just the tires on the road, you're like, you're letting go of things, but you're also picking up new ideas. Kind of like a weird analogy, but that's how I see it. Can I tell you my mom, and I don't even know like if she was going through things at the time, but my mother was always a person who, she couldn't go to the local Walmart or the local Target or the local anything. Like she really loved to hop on the road. So we're in Cleveland, she'll go to Akron or Stowe or something like that, or Minner. Like she just loved to take like these 30 to 45 minute drives. And even for sometimes we would go to Columbus for clothes. Like she just loved to just drive and it became so relaxing to me. So now as as an adult, I do like to drive. I like to get on highways. I also like to drive around really fancy neighborhoods and neighborhoods with lots of land. Like I find myself in the country where there's like these huge mansions on like 10 acres of land. And I just drive and I look at horses and just all these things. So I'm the same way. It's just, it's, it's so therapeutic to just be on the road. Yes. And it's quiet and see me. Sometimes I'll be listening to an audio book or like, I'm listening to my nineties music. I got to hear my nineties. That's my favorite. (laughs) I mean, sometimes I have my own little personal concert. So if you see me singing with a fake microphone in my hand, don't judge me. I'm in my zone like AutoZone. Leave me alone. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It, you know, it is the best thing that I ever do for myself is just taking those drives to give myself, get myself back together, allow my thoughts to kind of wander so I can show up no matter Mm -hmm. what. For all my interviews, all the people I need to meet with, I'm showing up 100% without too much baggage and weight on myself. So, woo, Marley, I got to say, this <laughs> has definitely been, I knew this was going to be good. I knew the weight was worth it to talk to you <laughs> because we got to get people together. You know, we, this is 2022 And I think so many people are still in prison for various reasons. And I'm not talking about the people in the jail cell with the, you know, silver bracelets around their wrists. I'm not talking about those people. I think, you know, a lot of people are in prison because of their own fear, you know, their lack of self-worth. And and we got to get people together. We do. And and so, Marlia, I, you know, I thank you again for coming on. I thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is like one of the best podcasts I've ever been on. (laughs) I always love to save this question for last. You've left us with so many, so many nuggets, so many gems, so many words of wisdom from sharing your true authentic story that we can all relate to. I'm a firm believer that stories not only can sometimes help us heal, but they also pave a way for us to do things better. And so Marlia, for our listeners who are tuning in, 
What words of inspiration can you leave with our listeners today? Whether it's someone who was once in your shoes, 18 years old, you know, they're, they're trying to figure it out. Maybe they have a few kids, but they're trying to turn their life around. Or if it's someone who was you at 27, they're right, right there. And maybe they're afraid to take that next leap of faith. What words of inspiration can you leave with our listeners today? If I can say any, anything to your listeners today, I want to say you are not crazy. All right. Those ideas, those thoughts, even those images of, of yourself that you continue to see of yourself being successful, you on the stages, you leaving your job, you being in a position, a better position, you are not crazy. All of those things are just glimpses and hints from God saying that you do have a brighter future and you are capable of getting there. The first thing God does is he allows us to see these things. And then from there, guys, we're able to get access to some action. So here's your action, all right? If you're in the worst place ever and you're just like, oh my goodness, I cannot even, all right? I want you to simply, all right, Speak, declare, pray out loud the thing that you deeply desire to happen, all right? So for some of you, it might be a physical healing. For some of you, it might be a financial breakthrough. For some of you, it might be being released from your fears and doubts or whatever it is. But I want you to declare something so loud, so um, with all authority, you being so brave that I am this person. I will make it out of this. I see myself doing this thing. And I want you to do this thing over and over and over again. As Portia said earlier, there's the subconscious and conscious mind, all right? And for us, ladies, gentlemen, whoever's listening, for us to really become who it is that we need to be, we're going to have to switch up some things in our belief system. And the way we do it is by seeing, speaking, and believing the same thing over and over and over again. So whatever your next step is, remember, I was broke, 46 cents, jobless, two kids living in my mom and dad's house, the bottom of the bottom, the worst black girl statistic in the entire world. I was her, all right, and now I'm here. I chose to cry out, believe beyond what I could see, continue to speak, and then take the actions necessary to succeed. You got this, you are not crazy. You will be a major success and people are gonna interview you one day. Oh, see, I knew I didn't came to church today again. <laughs> I knew I didn't came to another good TED talk. I'm telling you, I mean, our stories, you know, I tell people a lot, Marlia, your story is not for you. It's for somebody else to help them to find their footing. It's for somebody else to stop their dreams from going to the ground. You know, remember what I mentioned about the poem by Langston Hughes, a dream deferred. What happens to a dream deferred? What's going to happen to your dreams if you keep letting them be delayed, deferred? Let that sink in because it's true. The time is now to take advantage. You know, don't sleep on yourself anymore. No more of that. We got to cut that out. So I, I definitely agree. Marlia, oh my goodness. Like I said, we're going to have to do a part two almost on just value and self-worth. But that's for a whole nother day. <laughs> And then I got to get you on my Instagram and interview you about your journey to pursuing your dreams for you starting your podcast, you leaving your job. My audience would really benefit from hearing how you were brave enough to do these things. So I would love to connect again. Oh, yeah. I'm around like a donut 365. <laughs> well, everybody, <laughs> that was Miss Marlia Hall that you heard from.
And that concludes another episode of Grew a Porsche on this Motivation Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great and awesome week, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.